every child deserves a champion, an adult who will never give up on them, who understands the power of connection and insists that they become the best they can possibly be. We realise teaching is as challenging as it is rewarding. Building your supportive community through mentoring, sharing experiences, taking care of your well-being and getting connected is what this podcast is all about. I'm your host, Catherine Williams, with 30 years of experience in the classroom. I'm here to give you support and get you connected because together we are stronger. Hello everyone, welcome. Thank you for joining me today for episode four of Get Connected. This is part two of four, connecting with students so we can build positive relationships. Thankfully, the teacher's role has evolved from the days of standing before a class who were all facing the front in precisely placed desks and rows. The teacher and the textbooks were the main provider of knowledge and each child was expected to absorb and practice their skills because practice made perfect. It was mostly a one-size-fits-all approach. You did your work, you did as you were told, you did well. One of the great changes to come from the evolution in education is the transformation of the teacher's role. Teachers and students should no longer be seen top to bottom, but now side by side. Developing positive relationships between a teacher and a student is a fundamental aspect of quality teaching and student learning. Students who feel a sense of belonging and being valued are more confident to take risks in their learning and feel comfortable in their surroundings. Research shows there are several influences related to effective learning and achievement and noted the importance of a positive and supportive classroom environment combined with positive relationships between teachers and their students. Teachers are creative and resourceful. Here is just a brief taste of many ways to make connections and build relationships between you and your students. It begins before your first day of school as you set up your room and think about the hopes you have for your new students. At the beginning of the year, it takes everyone a little bit of adjusting to the new school routines after being on summer break. While you are getting to know a class full of individuals, they are also getting to know you. Sometimes you may have already met some of your students, even taught them in a previous year, or you may have even taught a sibling. Something I like to do is to put aside any information the previous teacher has given me about each child. Apart from the facts, such as personal, family and medical details. Discard any labels the previous teacher may have attached to this student. Each child deserves a fresh start. I always come back to any relevant information after I begin to know my students. Knowing your students gives you the whole picture rather than what you see at school. What are their interests? What activities do they do after school? Do they play sport, learn an instrument? What type of books do they like to read? How do they spend their weekend? What do you know about their culture or their family? We cannot control what happens at home. From a child arriving late to school to homework with food stains, toddler scribble or not even completed, it all tells you something about their home life. 
Most teachers have a little collection of spare clothes, classroom supplies and fruits and snacks, so no child goes without. By knowing our students, we can show understanding and compassion and together as a school provide support for our students and their families. Names. Your name is an important part of your identity specially chosen for you. Each child in your class feels special when you quickly learn their name and correct pronunciation and show respect by referring to each of them by their name. Teachers use lots of inclusive ways to greet their students in the morning. In roll call, another way to acknowledge each child instead of the usual teacher calling child's name and she answers here response is by adding in a good morning using the child's name and, and how are you? The child responds in a similar way. Children love to see their names displayed in the hallway and classroom. They love designing and decorating a name label for their belongings and having their name included in various groups. Another idea is to display a class quote and add a portrait of each child as part of the class family gallery, perhaps adding a word they chose to describe one of their positive traits. When I had students coming to me for math, their arrival would often be staggered, so as they were coming in, I had a welcome slideshow playing on a loop with their picture, name and a positive quote, and of course, some motivational music such as the Image Dragons or The Greatest Showman. Conversations Coming together as a class for morning meeting is a wonderful way to begin your day. It can be a time to check in, greet each other and get organised. Add in a class song, some actions and the day is set. It's a great way to touch base, especially if you have children going to different classrooms for lessons. It may feel like the afternoon before you see them again. Trust can be built by making decisions together as a class. Asking for your students' opinions and letting them have choice. Time for class discussions and sharing allows your students to have a voice and feel they are valued. Celebrate the good things which are happening in your class and your students' lives. Celebrate your students' achievements from school and the community. Let their parents know. Let the rest of the school know. Unite together to support each other when things are tough. Conversations are not just to know the students. Let them know you. Choose parts of your life to share which shows your students you are authentic and also investing in positive relationships with them. Forming strong relationships comes from being a good listener. Really listen in by focusing on the child. Ask questions about their interests and lives and take interest in their answers. Time can be challenging, but it's important to make it a priority to have conversations with your students. Even a hello, how are you going? How'd you go in your basketball game last night? Is a brief but positive interaction. Impromptu conversations can happen anywhere. Walking down the hallway, on the playground, at lunchtime, waiting for parent pickup or on bus lines. Sometimes we need to take a minute to discreetly take care of a situation in class, then follow up when the whole class is not around. Don't ever give up on a child. Some children have built a self-preservation wall around themselves. 
When they act out, it is usually from frustration and hurt. Children need to see that you care, that you are willing to put the time and effort and be there for them. They need to feel you are someone they can trust and are not going to give up on them. Who knows? You may be the first consistently caring adult in their life they can trust and form a connection with. By knowing each child in your class and having a connection, you will have a pretty good idea of their needs and different strategies to try when situations arise. One child may need a place to cool down. Another child might need a good cry, music to listen to or sensory tools. Someone else might need a bit of physical activity, a walk before they're ready to chat with you. Listening gives them a voice and together you can work on solutions. If there is a relationship, a connection between you both, the child's biggest disappointment is disappointing you. One of my supervision duties was to be at the front gate before school where children were dropped off by car. I had been reading a few books about showing up for children, building a positive culture, and I was really inspired by Jay Billy, who is an elementary principal in New Jersey and the author of Lead with Culture. Jay described how he would often get dressed up in different suits and hats and play music to greet children and build positivity. One morning, I started to play some music. Next thing, I included motivational messages. Welcome to Wednesday with Mrs. W. Grew. So each Wednesday, I dressed up as something beginning with W. When my duty days were changed, I had a thankful Thursday and a fun Friday. One day, as one of my students came in, he questioned why I did all of this. I replied by asking, well, how does it make you feel? He replied with a grin, happy. Well, that's why. My purpose was to connect with each child, to help them feel happy, welcomed and coming to school smiling and to build a positive school environment. Have you ever turned up to a netball, soccer, basketball game, dance recital or event to watch students from your class? The excitement the children have because you showed up for them. You invested your personal time and they had their moment to perform for you. You, my teacher friends, have huge, generous hearts. You are so creative and go above expectations to build relationships with your children, to know their interests and each one as an individual. On top of what you do in the classroom, you also organise book, robotic, coding, gardening, craft or games groups so the children can gather together and share their interests. Kerry from Our Creative Classroom on social media sets aside Tuesday lunchtime to have tea for two with the teacher. A child who has been working hard to show class and school values is chosen and they may bring a friend to enjoy quality time with the teacher. She provides a unique opportunity, over a cup of tea, to engage in conversations and to learn more about each other. It's lovely to see other teachers doing something similar where they provide additional opportunities to have conversations, build trust and build relationships. Laurie for Mrs Max Kinders was inspired by Tom Herrick to know every child's DNA. She interviews each child to learn their dreams, needs and abilities. 
She knows them on a deeper level and can draw on this information to guide the content of her lessons and build connections in her classroom. The children's photo and DNA is proudly displayed so everyone can get to know and appreciate each special individual in the class community. Children learn to express kindness, empathy and compassion when they experience it themselves. More teachers are being vigilant to model kindness, empathy and to provide opportunities for students to express this throughout the classroom, school and community. While kindness should be an embedded part of this classroom every day, a little boost can be added with such projects as random acts of kindness and kindness challenges. Sarah, from Gifted and Talented Teacher, has recently shared her monthly compilation of challenges for both students and teachers. She is an advocate for promoting a culture of positivity and kindness within yourself and the world and encourages others to join. Your students should always be your why. Building positive relationships is about each child knowing you care. They are valued and they matter. I know I have shared only a few ways to build relationships between you and your students, mainly in the interest of keeping the podcast to a limit. But there is an incredible number of ideas out there. Talk to your colleagues, share your ideas and of course social media is very resourceful. I leave you with Rita Pearson's powerful message. Every child deserves a champion, an adult who will never give up on them, who understands the power of connection and insists that they become the best they can possibly be. I appreciate you being here and hanging on until the end of the episode. Now, here's the really important stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Please take a quick moment to leave a review and rating for the episode, as this will ensure the podcast reaches a wider audience and builds our community. I am on social media at kathwilliams 5 on Instagram and Twitter, so we can continue the connection. My thanks again. Talk to you soon on the next episode of Get Connected.